Have you ever felt overwhelmed by life or unable to see any other way through? Maybe you've even said to yourself, there has to be a better way. The good news is that there is always a better way. It's time to reclaim your humanity. Welcome to Getting to Unstuck, the 20-minute jolt that you need to help you in life and work. So let's get started. Just made me think of the Muppets and the and oh. the band. <laughs> You're fantastic. Uh, every time. Oh, I know. I can hear Kermit's yeah. voice. <laughs> well, good morning. I can't do a good Kermit the Frog voice, so I won't try. But welcome back. We are. It is Thriving Thursday. And we are going to just continue to believe that it's Thriving Thursday because Collins in, Internet internet connectivity is uh, being a little bit bothered by weather on the East Coast because it is that time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> yes. Yep. Snow and wind and uh, stormy weather. <laughs> yeah. 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 All that stuff. Well, today we're going to be talking about, sorry, welcome to Getting to Unstuck. This is our live show. We are here on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we're always talking about things that the, the things that matter about who we are and about reclaiming our humanity in life and in work. So on Tuesdays, you can find us when we're talking about Teamwork Tuesdays. This last week, we talked about how you can have a micro mission. You can find that in our podcast list or anywhere on our channels, how a micro mission can really serve a team. Today, we're going to be talking about deconstructing the myth of the individual. So that sounds like a really big title for something that is, it is actually a really, it's, it's a thing that it's a very real thing. And so we're, I just want to invite you to think for a second, have you ever been made to believe that you need to do it all by yourself or that there's no room to choose a different way? Uh, as individuals and leaders, we take on responsibility for so much, including making it all about us. If we're perceived as nice and we want to be liked, we hesitate to be clear in our expectations. Uh, because we risk making others uncomfortable. But there is a price, Carol, that we are paying for that. Uh, the price is protecting our individual identity and the narratives that we have, that we get attached to about who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Carol, let's start there. Let's let's talk about this. If someone is is listening right now, how can we help them understand where this is where this is sneaking up in our lives or where it's been present. Cause it mm-hmm. guaranteed if you have a pulse, this has been present in your life at some point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I note that we just became a duo instead of a trio with the East. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just being lost. Lost. Calling, hopefully coming well, back. Um, yeah. Well, and maybe calling in later, yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, this came out of our conversation about teamwork. And as we were talking about how to support teams in a micro mission, what we realized is that it is sometimes the individual that, that gets, gets lost. Mm-hmm. So there is this, we use the term, you know, de- decolonizing or deconstructing this idea mm-hmm. that we have to do it by ourselves, because that really goes against the whole principle of a team is that there has, if one person has to stand out on their own. Yeah. And when I was speaking with a client earlier this week, what I realized is she kept heaping it on herself Yeah. and that she found that she just needed to drop into the weeds and do more and do more. 
because she was promoted from being a very effective doer. And in a small organization, not even in big organizations, we're recognized for what we do and often promoted for doing that. So here she is at a fairly high executive level, still falling down and getting into the details with with her people. Mm -hmm. And what it's causing her to do is a real dilemma about how to dispense with some of that Mm -hmm. to create the accountability with her team and still be seen as a nice person. Yeah, that's, you know, that, that is so interesting because that is a, that's a life, a life thing that follows us. So in, in our relationships at, at work or at, at home or in our, in our lives that follows us. And I, when, when we've, we're talking about this particular concept, I was remembering the show, The Office. Mm. the early 2000s and Michael and I can't remember his last name and someone else is probably saying it in their head as they're hearing me say this but he would always he would always do something and sometimes the camera and he'd say something that would be an attempt to try to like draw the line like we need to do this they're asking us to do this but then he turned and do an aside to the camera and he would justify how he was like trying he was undermining his own authority by trying to be a nice guy over and over again because that was that was how he identified mm-hmm. in any culture and in the world that we live in right now, we have so much of, we're still clinging to that kind of industrial complex where your worth is attached to being able to put uh, a value on your contribution. That is a hard value, whether it's a number value, a dollar value, the something hours they work. an hours value. Yeah. Whatever that is, mm-hmm. that is although we've, we can contribute, helps say that that contributes to productivity and all the other stuff, there is something there that goes against, and that is in direct competition or opposition to our own humanity and how we're wired to thrive. Oh, it does. And, and it was interesting, it, as you said, something about families and relationships as well, because one of the things that I was listening to Dr. Gabor Mate, and mm-hmm. he was saying how as a as a human species, we developed as particularly looking at families where there was a collective of people to take care of the kids. There was a right. collective of people to do the work that yeah. was out there. And we we grew up as a as a species in community. Mm-hmm. And now what's happened at the workplace, in our homes, in our societies, is what we have, we've dispensed with that. And now we have to be individuals and we have to be strong individuals and we have to be effective individuals and we have to stand up for our own individual rights. And what happens is we get isolated and lonely. Yeah. And we're still doing all the work. (laughs) We're we're still doing all the work. Yeah. 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 Like how, how often have you heard this with a client? I know that I have clients that uh, say this, that uh, they worry that if they don't do it, it's not going to get done. Mm. There's there's an assumption that is grinding and driving them onward to do it. And but what that does is, and there's obviously there's a lot of things where yes, they're a micromanager and we use all these things. But what we're doing is we're we're centering ourselves over and over again in a way that 
is not helpful for ourselves or the people that we're, we're working with or that are in somehow connected to what we're trying to accomplish. Well, and that's so true, Crystal, because what happens is when we take that ability of our, the people that we work with, of them being able to be responsible for what the, for what they're doing, mm-hmm. we take it away. Then we're also building another, another layer of that happening. Mm-hmm. So we're not relying on the people around us. We're not giving them the opportunity to be responsible and accountable. And then typically, the human nature, we complain about it. Right. I have all this work to do. I yeah. have, you know, I, it's never ending. You and I have both talked about it with our yeah. clients. It's like, yeah. how are you? Oh, I'm slammed. I cannot right. get another thing done. Yeah. There's no way I'm getting to that meeting. How much of that have we put on ourselves because we felt we had to to be the one? Yeah, there's uh, there's even just hearing the, that phrase. There's such a level of like a martyr syndrome to it that doesn't start out that way because we may be responding. You know, like life is happening. We may be in a, in an organization or on a project that's moving quickly, and we have to make we 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 create quickly create pathways to be efficient and how Mm -hmm. we measure those efficiencies. Mm -hmm. But I think that what gets lost in that is, is the opportunity for us to consider who, how we're showing up and how we're, are we offering people the opportunity to be accountable for themselves? Mm -hmm. And are we being accountable to them in that? Or are we just almost negating their contributions? Oh yes, absolutely. I think we are, and we do it going back to, to Michael and, and Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> because we want to be the nice guy. Yeah, and so we, you know, it, it's a such, such a interesting duality. We want to be seen as nice, but we want to do all the work. Mm-hmm. And when we do all the work, we resent it, so we're no longer the nice guy. And it just is back and forth yeah. happens. But there is, and it goes back to what you said on Tuesday. Clear is kind. Yeah. When we can be clear with the people that we work with about what our expectations are from them, mm-hmm. then we give them the opportunity to fulfill that, that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And we're seen as a stronger leader because all of a sudden we're bringing people up mm-hmm. instead of squashing them down. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that starts to build that sense of collective or or collaborative environment where people feel that they are moving towards something together. Yeah. And you know, it it's really interesting when we think about our perception of how we bring value to something, you know, and and kind of touching on that clear as kind thing. I want you, I want to give you the opportunity to be clear to me about what your expectations are, mm-hmm. but I also want you to feel like I am clear with you about what I expect from you as well, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And how, how that conversation and that, you know, pointing back to our micro mission talk on Tuesday that we had, how that, be, that does the heavy lifting for us in terms mm-hmm. of the relationship. It takes the personal, the personal heaviness out of it and allows you to free up the space around it so people can show up in better feeling like it's a it's a safer place for them to speak up to do their work to be appreciated to be recognized Mm -hmm. to have a future in that in that place yes 
because you know it is important that we are individuals and and that I'm not not saying or implying in any way that we need to become merged and and not yeah. separate and have our own identities but that what happens in that opportunity when we see people working together in a way that's inspiring and motivating is that every single individual that's there gets to feel their own piece of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what, if we're, if some of the folks who are listening today are leaders, is that they can begin to interrupt the behavior of being the one by considering. Mm-hmm pausing and and just noticing how the communication is being delivered. Okay, so let's let's put that into practice because we want to make this as practical as as possible for people. Mm-hmm. Because if you're here and you're listening, you're we want to honor your time and give you opportunities to make this really real for you that you could mm-hmm. even put into practice when we're done this conversation. So let's let's build a scenario here of where mm-hmm. where someone could learn how to observe their themselves without judgment, right? I, to be kind to ourselves, to observe themselves and think about number one, how could I do that differently? And how can I basically reconcile that action and moving forward? Okay. So if we imagine a scenario where someone has been traditionally really effective at being really busy and right. and their calendar is full yeah. they they have meetings back to back and they are struggling to get work done in between times because there's so many demands upon yeah. them one of the methodologies and i think we've offered this to a number of our clients is to consider blocking some of those pieces in the calendar yeah. with a different color or a different way, not necessarily saying free time or mm-hmm. thought time, but putting something in there that can't be scooped away by somebody else. Yeah. Okay. So blocking that, you know, it doesn't take long, 15, 20 minutes to right. be able to pause and shift what your thoughts are and close the door of your office if that's necessary, or, you know, not be on the next meeting for a few minutes. What it allows you to do is to realize and just take a quick assessment of where you, how your day has been going and how you want the next piece to go. Mm-hmm. So it's really goes back to something that we'd said ages ago, which is that power of the pause. Yeah. But in a busy life, it needs to be built in. So for... Yeah anyone, it needs to actually be structured in a way that isn't negotiable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also in the heat of the moment, either if emotions are high or there's, it's a high stakes conversation or situation, Mm -hmm. um, we may not be able to access that in ourselves. You know, and I think, I think back to when I was leading organizations, I had a team, I had a a team of about 20 people. Mm. And I think about the thought processes that I had. And I I can remember and recognize now, wow, I could have done that very differently. Mm. I, I could have shown up differently. I could have actually, because if I, if I understood that it didn't, it wasn't all centered around me and that it mm. like, you know, the world is, the sun is still going to come out tomorrow morning. If whether or not I finish that list, number one, because, and we put those expectations on people and we know this, but yet we, we fall into it. We put such crazy expectations on people because it's a mirror that we're holding up to ourselves in so mm. many ways. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And it's unrealistic and it comes back to deconstructing and decolonizing our thinking about your, you know, like you're a wheel and a cog that needs to just make the work happen. Like that is, that is not, you surely you did not come this far in life for that to be all that our work and our life is about. Oh, yes. And, and when we look at it, surely we have evolved past that as a society yeah. and humanity. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we haven't. That seems to be yeah. the day-to-day existence. Yeah. So, Crystal, as you think back on that time, yeah. and what you just said is, I could have done that differently. Yeah. yeah. What would have interrupted that for you? So I can, I'm thinking of a, of a particular situation when someone actually wanted to, we, we were in, working on a project and someone brought up something that was a concern of theirs. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I was so used to addicted to being the one that took care of everything, being the nice person and being liked, I centered the conversation around how I felt ab- about that, you know, wow. and about, and about defending all the things that I had done for that project so far. Mm. And that's not a good look. <laughs> It's just not a good look. And I, I realize that now, I mean, you know, it's hindsight is always 2020, obviously. Mm -hmm. Had I understood this, then I would have actually, first of all, had the, the clarity and the space in myself to hear what the other person was saying, to actually Mm -hmm. hear what they were saying without trying to defend myself in the process. And that's a really important thing. But when you feel like you are the individual hero of something, mm-hmm. you like you have blinders, you have earmuffs on, you cannot hear what other people are doing because you're convinced that everything depends on you. Yes. Okay. So then rewinding that to be yeah. able to do that again, if yeah. you were in that position today, what I heard was you would be building a practice because it's going to take something, right? It's that muscle that's, that we're yeah. building yeah. to listen first. Yeah. And give space for what was being, what you were hearing without taking it initially personally. Yeah. And, and, and really not about, and and this is something that you, we talk about in when we're thinking about the work of deconstructing and decolonizing our thoughts is that what are we centering the story around and the situation around? And if I'm situated, if I'm centering it around me because I believe that everything is dependent on me to get done. And if you're coming to me and you're bringing your concerns and rather than hearing what you're saying Mm -hmm. and considering them, all I'm concerned about is defending everything that I've done. I, I see it as an attack and like internally my, my actual system never switches off because I'm, I'm in defense mode all the time. I'm defending. I'm continually defending how nice I am. Do you not see everything that I do for you? Do you, I do not appreciate anything I've given my life for this, you know, like that shows up at work. It can show up in our parenting. It can show up in our relationships, you know, like it's, this is, this is how we show up as humans. So the opportunity when I think back now would be like what you said to actually be courageous enough Mm. To, be, to ask myself some honest questions about, am I, am I actually listening to other people or am I, do I, am, am I perpetuating a myth about who I need to be? Yes. So the inventory then, mm-hmm. the opportunity to take an inventory of how we are being is yeah. really important and that takes some time. Yeah. So then the practice might be, again, for people who are listening, that you get the, you take the time 
that yeah. you end a day or begin a day mm-hmm. with some moments of journaling or, or mm-hmm. practice of listening to your thoughts yeah. and begin to hear that inner dialogue yeah. and hear when you are being the the mm-hmm. one, the lonely leader or the, the, the hard done by individual yeah. and recognize the impact that has on the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Please go ahead. <laughs> because you will, you will start to realize how other people have done that to you. But if mm-hmm. you can have compassion for yourself, then you can have compassion for them as well. Yeah. But it will make you cognizant of it and you'll start to realize, oh, it's not personal. That's where that's a narrative that they're living in. Mm. And, and recognizing it is so, so incredibly powerful because we we live we live in a in a in a world where the opportunities are there for us to continue to grow ourselves. Mm-hmm. But true growth is is about healing ourselves, changing on the inside and while simultaneously connecting to the world around us, because oh. that's how we truly create. That's how we reclaim our humanity is through that connection. Yeah. But if we are always living in the myth of the individual, we disconnect ourselves from that. And ultimately we're hurting ourselves. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. I realize that we need to wrap up and I just wanted to acknowledge that we will not be on air next Tuesday oh, yeah. right. because uh, it is the holidays. Uh, holiday time. So we will see each other. I think we're going to be back online on Thursday. Is that right? Is that the idea? We'll be back. We'll be back. And until the next time, if you enjoy these episodes, please like and follow us and get get signed up over at wholehumancoaching.com. And don't forget that we have a really great, great tool over there and it's called the Whole Human Wheel of Life. If you want to do a quick assessment and kind of get a, a bit of a feel on where you are in life to have some insights around that, you can take that little take that little tool. You'll find it right on the landing page when you go over to wholehumancoaching.com. Thanks for being a part of our day today. And we wish you all the best. Yeah, we're happy to have been a part of yours yeah. all the over the next. And the light is coming. Oh, yeah. Happy solstice. Thank you. Oh, happy solstice. <laughs> all right. See you next week. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you want to learn more about who we are and who we work with, find us at wholehumancoaching.com. You can find us everywhere on our socials, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Whole Human Coaching.